Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Welcome back to the Pudding Boys, episode 32. 32. I'm Blore. I'm Naylor. Wait, no, you're supposed to say it. No, no, we fucked it no, already. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm Blore. I'm Naylor. <laughs> and I don't understand music. And this is the podcast where we fuck you. This is the <laughs> we don't. We, we talk we do, about something. We do not fuck you from this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not this, that kind of show. Whoa, whoa. This is the podcast where we talk about something nerdy. We then analyse a classic metal album, roughly, and then have pudding. Badly. <laughs> badly, and then have pudding, also badly. <laughs> this oh. week's uh, nerdy nerdy natter, or maybe it should have a name. No, no, it shouldn't. No, this don't, week, don't This do week's that, nerdy natter. Uh, mm. I, I, was th- <laughs> I was thinking yesterday... I've got nothing to to talk about. Like, well, there's nothing nerdy that I've done recently. There has. There's been lots. I have, I, as I said last episode, I forgot that what they were called there. As I said last episode, I'd sold the NES. So you, I, yeah, I bought the Mustang. We, we went uh, on a little road, road trip. trip. Yeah. We went on a road trip to Sheffield um, and picked up the the Lego Mustang. With the Lego NES funds, and yeah, then I posted it. Yeah, you, you had to sort of big dick me at the same time. I did treat myself. I got the little first flying oh, treat lesson. Yourself. <laughs> yeah, oh no, yeah. It was a nice but, little fun. It was a fun afternoon. But I, I feel like I didn't big dick you by buying the Mustang because the Mustang was bought and a paid lot for. Of planning went into that. Yeah, that was paid for yeah. by the NES. I had traded sets, whereas you. Just expanded bored. your Lego collection. Speaking of which, like the Hogwarts thing, big fan. I like what they did. So you I, bought, what did you buy? It was the first flying lesson. So it's a bit of the 2021 Hogwarts, you know, the modular one. So Lego do minifigure sized Hogwarts sets well, that go together. They've done a couple because obviously they're the big Hogwarts that you've got. The, the micro, micro figure, figure scale, yeah. They did one set of um, minifigure size, then they did another wave of minifigure size, which is the one I got. Do they go, do they. M- Match yeah. or are they separate things? They, people have fit them together. Oh, but they're not intended the to. And H got me it's like a couple of the sets from this 2021 wave yep. for Christmas. Just like a bit of fun. Hmm. So obviously I came dancing into her after the first one, which is one of the mid-size sets because they put in the leaflet at the back how it fits together with these other two. Yeah. Well done, Lego, because on the basis <laughs> of a mid-tier set, you immediately got me to spend a lot of money. Yeah, because it's going to be a better set when you spend more money oh, and, and expand God, the set. And the three together were superb. Then they did the first flying lesson and the one I bought just the hospital wing. Yeah. And it's starting to drift a little bit. Do you know what? I buy Lego because it's got instructions. Yeah. Tell me. Where they're meant to go. Oh, that's you were saying, yeah. So the the hospital wing, it's a it's an okay little build. It's probably not quite worth what it charges. Was well, it supposed to be? It's Nearly supposed 50 to be fifty, quid. isn't it? I got oh. it for about thirty on yeah. eBay, and that I, I, it was fun for thirty. Yeah, but it's um, it jarred a bit because I've got it and it looks good. It looks the part where I've put it. Yeah, but I want Lego to tell me where it's officially supposed to go. I want that yeah, you... validation <laughs> that I've done it right. You want Daddy to tell you where to put it. I, do. I buy some. Oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've just ruined Lego for me. Yeah. Um, 
Mm. Your display looks good though. Post it on the Instagram. I'll stick it on. Yeah, we'll stick it on because it's a bit of a. If you go on YouTube and look, that means you've got until Wednesday to take a good, a gram quality picture. picture yeah. not, oh no, I don't. It photo. needs to be the centerpiece of our Instagram. God damn, it needs to be the highlight. Well, if you go on YouTube, lots of people are arguing about how to fit them all together. Yeah. Again. It's an official set. I'm not building my own mark for it. No. No, that doesn't count. No, That's... you want to place the set next to the others. You yeah. don't want to use parts of it to make a new building. No, exactly. Because that's... I've seen people do that kind of shit, and it's like, well, hold on. Just make your own fucking Hogwarts. That yeah, that, that doesn't that's sit well with me. awkward. Yeah. And I'm not paying 50 quid for the Gryffindor dorms that were a gift with purchase. I missed oh, out God, on them. Yeah. I'm, not paying, I'm not paying 50 quid for a £15 set. No. I'm not that guy. Silly. So yeah, we'll stick it on and we'll get people to tell us if we think it looks right. Yeah, that'll be fine. Speaking but, of expensive... But with, <laughs> right. mm. <laughs> That's... As I was saying, I didn't think there was anything nerdy. The, the Mustang was the start of it. But then I stumbled... I, so I've done miniature painting in the past. But I've always done like cheap board game minis, the like zombie side that I've then painted up just to make the board game more fun. Or I've got a friend who has a resin printing business, so he sends me stuff and I'll paint it, and it's a good time for very very little money. So like War Warmaster minis, I've posted them on Instagram before. But there's always... Uh, I watch a lot more miniature painting videos than I do miniature painting. And they what are they always painting? They're always painting Warhammer. It's, it is. It's the elephant in the room. Yeah. It like it, and uh, I've managed to steer clear since I was... I think the last time I actually bought Games Workshop miniatures was when I was about 13 30, or so. For 31, 32. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the... Yeah, I was, I was browsing YouTube, sorry. Brad on YouTube and this this old video of a guy painting tyrannids or tyrannids, however you want to say it, like coconut crabs. So they've got like spotty shells and stuff like that. And I watched it. I was like, holy shit, I can do that. And that's one of the things that stops me from doing Games Workshop. One of the things I'll get into the other thing is the fact that I am mediocre at painting. My painting is passable, but I don't want to learn new techniques <laughs> you know, because it doesn't sound interesting to me. You don't want me. to make the investment in the practice, basically, because yeah, so, there's going to be a lot of dud. Yes, that's it. That's it. And I, because my, the minis I'm, buy, I'm painting sorry, are like board game minis mostly, you oh, only yeah, get if you, one. If you ruin them. Yeah, if you ruin it, you've ruined yeah. it. So my, whereas my wife's like doing wet blending and stuff like that, and that's why she painted the Nino Cooney board game minis because I can't do that. Yeah. Because they're two bold colours and I'd ruin it somehow. You can't just cover that in a, in a wash. No. I'm drifting. I saw the coconut crab thing and I thought, I'm going to do that. And I also am aware of something called Kill Team. Now, this is what has pulled the trigger for me. Kill Team, as far as I understand it, is... It's 40k. It's Warhammer 40k. But it's like a squad two squads max type thing. It's a skirmish game. So you're not spending £500 plus on minis to make an entire army. You're just making a little squad of specialised people that you can name. People name each model. And then you play in these teams. So I, I'm making a Tyranid kill team. Am I going to play it? 
Probably not. <laughs> I think I get it though. <laughs> just been having a quick look at have you seen the Death Corpse of Krieg? Because they will interest you. Death Core of Krieg. I'll find them. It's um, they're is, is very it, cool. Yeah, is it playing on the history? Yeah, they of... look like um World War Two German yet space fighting people. They they look quite cool, and you get them in like the um you get them in the starter set, which is designed to split between two people. We could we could split it. Well, shit. Here we go. <laughs> okay, we're gonna drift. Who else boys. do you get in that? Uh, in that set, you the get the stars. Death Core of Krieg and probably someone lame. Maybe the Allies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read all this out. No. Me, uh, we'll, we'll it's probably it orcs. It's always Let, orcs. Let's, let's put it this way, guys. When we buy it, we'll end up talking about it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Wait, is, this <laughs> turn, is this section turned into what we're going to buy next? <laughs> nerdy talk, or is it things that we've spent money on that we shouldn't have? <laughs> this is this is you've come full circle. The snake is eating its own tail. This is yeah. how we started the. We PB are the Uruba. I've just bought some Lego. Hmm. <laughs> I want some Lego. I want more Lego than you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so or you called it earlier, small hammer. Yeah, uh, so you it, can do it. You can do it. You can have a nice little set. Yeah, it'll fit in a Kalatis cube. This is it. When I was a kid, I would change which army I wanted to collect every week, and I would get bored of painting all of these people the same style. I think Kill Team fixes all of the problems for me. Whether I play it or not, there's something in my head that gets a little check mark next to it. Is this complete? So one squad of five termagants, two with devourers, that's why there's only five. If you were going to fact check me on that, it should be eight, but they cost two points. Um, and three Tyrannid Warriors or Tyrannid Warriors. That's the whole army. That's the whole kill team. Oh. And I get to name them. See, that, like, I've just said to you, I've gone back again, like Lego wise, to something mm. I was a bit nostalgic for. Yeah. But the set that the bun- the number of sets is just small enough that I can get all of them. That's it. Small collection and it can be complete mm. is is fun. Yeah, I think that's. Do you know? Because that's always scared me with the Games Workshop thing. Is like I, I can't. The gigantic f- army I'm where not, I haven't got the time or the it has to attention be, span. Yeah, and it has to be your only hobby, mm. and you've really got to want to play that game. And I, I generally prefer boxed board games. You get it out of the box, you play a game, and then you put it away. Yeah, and if you know, if we do like game night, I can yeah. tell you for yeah, I game don't night th- is I don't think a couple I'm of different board games. No, yeah, game night is not an eight-hour campaign of Warhammer. No, it, yeah, it's a little round well, to kind of. Did the other? Yes, <laughs> the other problem with it is. I I would probably build a an army that's absolute trash, play a game, and realize my entire army list is crap, and then I have to buy more models to no. Do you know? I think that's the thing. Like even you know, like, I don't know the Pokemon Go thing. Hmm. Like yeah, when when you get it, you you're gonna raise like I don't know, Hitmonchan because hmm. you think he looks a bit cool. Oh and right, then yeah. you're gonna realize that he's trash, and you've spent all that Stardust. Yeah. And now you have to and now you've got backtrack and train Breloom really quickly. Exactly. Yeah. But that's kind of free if you walk around a lot. Yeah, Pokemon Go is free. This. I was wondering where you were going yeah, with that. That does tie this, in quite well. If you if you screw your army up, if you get your ass handed to you the first time out, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to go in the bin. 
<laughs> just threw it's, it in the bin on the way out. It's going to cover the minifigure as well. Yeah. But it's a lot of stuff to just lump in the trash and start again. And all the hours of painting, that's the... Yeah. See, now, my, my entryway wasn't as expensive as you might think. So the box of Termagants that I bought were 20-something pounds. I already, I've already, yeah, but I've already got all the paints, the spray paint, the glue. Yeah, the, you double the price. I used to find that more I used than to do. double the price. I think with the well, amount of different. You find that with model kit. Yeah, like you buy ship for sixteen quid. Yeah, but you've spent forty quid by the time you leave model yes. shop. Yeah, they they're relying on the fact that you will then buy more of them. Hmm. So it's it's fine, I guess. But I don't know hobbies. Too many hobbies. Yeah, we, we've said a couple of times we do podcasts because it's our cheapest and most accessible Pod, hobby. Podcast is best hobby. It Still is. my favourite hobby. But it's, primarily it's a space for us to talk about hobby. About the expensive <laughs> basically. It's a space for us to flex at each other with what we've bought this week. Yeah. I think people like that. Do you know what people also seem to like, but I disagree on? Numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. I can talk. Me, person, good. Right now we are working our way... We're finishing. 30-odd episodes of that to get to that little... (laughs) Right now we are finishing the vast catalogue of Iron Maiden... This week it is Senjutsu. It just seems strange to be ending it. If we'd have ended it a couple of weeks ago, I think I'd have been left wanting more. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, if I ended it after the Final Frontier, I'd be a lot more fond of it. If we ended it after the Final Frontier, I'd be sad that we didn't end it before the Final Frontier. Oh, fuck you. No, Final (laughs) Frontier is really good. Do you know what? Before we start, two things. One... Apparently we need to make <laughs> we need to make this this numbers of the beast segment last over an hour because uh, a listener of ours let me know that it's slowly gotten longer and longer every week. <laughs> like Iron Maiden's albums. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you, yeah we did it on purpose. Pudding boys. And the other thing is that I, I've actually gained a much better appreciation for Iron Maiden. Mm. I always. I, I still do consider them vanilla metal. I think you take Iron Maiden for granted, though, but, because but yes, definitely they're ubiquitous. If you've been into, if you, you you know when when we used to have CD shops or record shops, if you went in, yeah, you were going to hear an Iron Maiden song when you're in there. Yeah, if you go to a gig in the sort of pre-band playlist, there's going to be an they're Iron Maiden be playing song. Run to the Hills. If you go to a rock night or one of those kind of things at any pub ever, they're going to play Run to the you're Hills. You're going to hear a lot of Iron Maiden. You're going <laughs> yeah. to hear a lot of Run to the Hills and maybe Number of the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I've gained a better understanding of pre-Bruce. I've gained a really good appreciation of Blaze era. Yeah, I think we both ate Crow. Yeah, we had to, to feast on Crow. And Spoiled Crow. I would say that Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, an album that I knew next to nothing about, is now one of my favourite albums of all time. Second. <laughs> Before he does Moonchild again. <laughs> Moonchild! Seventh Son of a Seventh Son has skewed 
every ranking since. Yes. Because it's but not, I don't mean just in, in terms of Iron Maiden. I mean, no, in, ter- in terms of music, stop, yeah. I really love that album. It's great. It's got a lot going on. Yeah. It's, it's got a lot to offer everybody. And I would also say the same about Final Frontier if we could remove three songs from it, but unfortunately we can't. I'd say something similar if we could move 11, 10 songs from it. It's a boring album. You're uh, a boring album. <laughs> Senjutsu. The song Senjutsu. I give it a three. Okay, that's a bit harsh. It's, it, do you know, it's, it's, this is a classic one, and because I'd spent so little time with this, I didn't enjoy it out the, of out the box. Yeah. I I made a point this week of going back several times. I've had bank holiday and that kind of thing, so a bit more time in the week. Yeah, I probably listened to it more than half a dozen times in its entirety, and every time I found myself just plodding through Senjutsu. It's not bad. It's actually quite a I, solid song. I think it's one of the better songs on the album. And so it's, do I. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually grown on me um, the more I've listened to it. It's the bit with the sound of beating drums yeah, or whatever he says. That's, what did you give it? I gave it a four. That I'm not mad at that. Mine started yeah. as, as a good four. And it's just, basically, it's done this. And it's just where I hit it to do my numbers. Yeah. I think I was a bit bored of it. Probably. Stratego. That's four. I give it a three. I preferred it. I think, it. No, I didn't. I didn't prefer it at all. It got on with it, and it's no. See, I found myself humming Stratego a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I can't that tell might... you what it sounds like. I'm not going to sing it because I'm <laughs> Bruce's. I know. I I can't really the remember it that much. Line in Stratego, and the first time I heard it, I really didn't like it. It's quite a thin kind of melody. Yeah, but it really works. Ah, oh, yeah. The intro of Stratego is cool. Yes. It's the, the big booming drums, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The big the big single. I think Stratego was the other single, wasn't it, as well? Was it? Was I it think so. Speaking of mm. singles. The writing on the wall. What did you give it? I gave it a four. It really grew on me, actually. I, <laughs> I started a lot lower. I, I, I started it on a two. It didn't grow on me. In fact, I think it's worse than I originally thought it. However, other people's reaction, this is, obviously there's going to be our opinions based on it. You know the score by now. You've listened to like 16 Numbers of the Beasts. That's ambitious. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not supposed to be what entirely I think of it. It's where it fits. Yeah. There's a little bit of object. So I've put it as a three. Do you know? I don't like... Clutch. I don't I like do. Americana in that way. I don't like songs about drinking whiskey and being cool. And that's where the riff comes from. The riff comes from like a song about drinking whiskey at the bar. It was. It is very it's wild trash. west. But the little, there's a little like descending lick in it that gets me. It just yeah. gives me like a little phase. It's competent, and I can see why people like it. But it's inherently not very Iron Maideny, and it's. I don't. I don't want to punish them for taking risks and chances, but this is the wrong one. This isn't it. This he ain't it, land. Chief. He didn't like it. Don't like it. Yeah. Lost in a Lost World. Three. I gave it a three. Um, it's not bad. It's just... There's some really great parts. It lasts forever, for nine minutes or something. It's another Hummet. It's the one where it made me think this album has been written by an AI. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, you know that kind of I made an AI listen to 9,000 hours of Iron Maiden? Yeah, and then it's come up with this. Yes! Even down to like the chorus. And the... Yeah. It's, it's got a cool vocal filter on Bruce. 
I like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, just it's... shouting "Lost in a Lost World" at me at some point. It's but like... it's it's it, it, it. I can't explain it. It's it's, it's very it's, dull. It's very played. But yeah, yeah. Days of Future Past. Another three. I think this is the best song on the album. Really? Yeah. It's a four for me. That's just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the closest I got to a five, but then I looked back and I was like, it's not The Alchemist. It's nowhere. In fact, it's nowhere near The Alchemist. It's nowhere near Coming Home. Only it's The Good Die Young be dead. is a five. Yeah. So it can't Infinite be a five. Dreams is a five. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's Clutching so I think we were, we were really too harch on Seventh Son. We I were. think it's Seventh Son's the best album. <laughs> oh, it's not Brave New World, but... Second. Day, yeah, Days of Future Past, I gave a four, and I wanted to give it more because That's I fair. think it's the best one on the, the I album. I didn't dislike it at yeah. all. And I found myself singing it probably a little bit. It just... I think no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't think... find myself singing it or anything like that. But I wasn't angry at it. I think I might have over-listened to this album as much as daft as that sounds. Yeah. It's, it's definitely got a sell-by date that the others haven't. And I think a couple of mine dropped down on the last listen. I think when you look at posts about this album on the internet, at first, everyone was like, oh my God, I'm Maiden, we love you, come to Sao Paulo. Um, <laughs> they still are. But now, people are starting to be like... I've gone back to Brave New World. It's a bit boring. Yeah, it's, it's a bit dull. It's not as good as Book of Souls, I don't think. No, it's not. And I'm not that big. I'm not that keen on Book of Souls. It's not either. as good as the Final Frontier. I no, that's, that's a re- and that's a really good album. The Time Machine. This is probably the closest I came to giving a two. Do you know? But what? I gave it a three. I went the other way. I went straight in at a two. It really annoyed me, and I was nearly dropped down to a one. By yeah. the end, it crept up to a four. Oh wow! And do you know what? If if I listen to it on the wrong day, yeah, it's getting a low two, and I think that. But it's probably the catchiest song on the album. the The best part about it is it reminded me of Time Machine by Heavenly. Yes, <laughs> uh, so I've started listening <laughs> to that. I just went and put Heavenly on. Yeah, mm, yeah, we, awful album. Yeah, but it's awful a lot li- of fun. But when I was fourteen, mm. I thought it was the coolest shit ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. It weirdly catchy. It was probably the hookiest song on the album. Yeah. And it, I think that when I did the numbers, it just got me. Yeah. No, that's fine. Darkest Hour. I give it a three. I give it, it a four. I actually quite know, liked it. I expected you to like it because it's It it's gives war. me a, every war song I am Maiden have ever done. This is the AI version of them. It is. It's, yeah, it's the, the AI version of Longest Day. <laughs> get out of my fucking head. Because that's exactly what I was going to say. Longest Day... Um, I think I've given this a higher score than the, I gave the longest day. day. Gives me a, it gives me those little chill. You know that little like verse riff, the little like little guitar. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. That what like, album's get, the longest yeah, day uh, on? Am I lad? Of course it is. God, I get genuine shivers from that darkest I, hour. Despite the this, topic, I gave this one more than I gave longest day. Well, that's because you don't understand. No, I think because the history or nuance <laughs> or anything. Because I like robots and the robot rotor. <laughs> yeah, even despite the topic, and it's you know it's an interesting life and that kind of thing. Just nothing about the song. No, me. it's it got it's not got much about it. I think I the tune was quite nice, and so that's why I gave it a four. Fair. But I was probably too too keen on it but I felt like I was being a bit harsh on the album <laughs> Death of the Celts three three too long The Parchment three 
Three. Hell on earth. Three. Three. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the quick there's, fire round because there's, there's not, very little to say about. There's the nothing last, to say about any of them. Death of the Celts is too long. If it was shorter and more, a bit like the, the other one we did on Final Frontier. I can't which one it was. Uh, it's kind of like the Red Talisman. It's like the Isle of, of Avalon. If they'd have just, if they just hurried it up. a little bit. Yeah. The, to be fair, Death of the Celts, the Parchment, and Hell on Earth are boring they're fine they're, they are objectively boring they're fine yeah but you'll never and i i will warrant they this, should probably nobody's, be twos. nobody's ever going out and putting those on no what was your total score 33 so was mine oh <laughs> mine was 33 as well did you so, work, did you work out your average popular style i think i did what's 33 divided by 10 <laughs> so we've it's so, a 6.6 and ooh. I do you want to guess where it's coming? Uh, it's beating. It's definitely going to be no prayer. Yes, I'm not convinced it beats anything else. I don't think it does. It's. I'm thinking it's second to last. It is second to last. It's second to last. The only album I enjoyed somewhere in time had wasted years. Yeah, and it was slightly shorter. Yeah, and I think if I went back to listen to Somewhere in Time after listening to Senjutsu, I'd probably give it more. <laughs> probably. I'd probably rank it higher. Probably more that's, that's one of the things on Another Beast. We can't go back and change yeah, we've things. We've been doing this forever. And shall I, shall I run through the, we've got the, the order from worst to best in total, I guess? Yeah, let's For do the that. final time. The final frontier. Until they release another album in like five years and then we'll dig it up. Yeah, we'll do all 16 albums <laughs> again for you. <laughs> we'll revisit them. So, in a very particular order, in last place, No Prayer for the Dying, 17th. Then it's Senjutsu, 16th. Somewhere in Time, 15th. The X Factor, 14th. Killers, 13th. Virtual 11, 12th. Unfortunately, that was so close. Joint 10th. A matter of life and death, a matter of life and death, and the final frontier. Ninth, Iron Maiden. Eighth, Book of Souls. Very close to seventh, Fear of the Dark. Sixth, Peace of Mind. Fifth, Number of the Beast. Joint third, Power Slave and Dance of Death. That's going to be the one that might tick people off. I think. Second, yeah, Power Slave's a little bit high. <laughs> Bullshit. Second, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, and first, Brave New World. Do you know? I'm nothing happy about with that it. list. Irked me at all. Do no, you know what? I don't like the fact that A Matter of Life and Death and The Final Frontier are joint. I know. I, I, I feel like Final Frontier should have at least point one more to be higher than A Matter of Life and Death. It's not better. It is better, it, it though. It irks me, actually. It, it, no, the problem is, it's so better. It's <laughs> yeah, so much better. You fucking asshole. I think the Final Frontier is better than Iron Maiden. I don't, and think, I think it's better than Book of Souls. I don't think it's a. It's not as much fun, and it's better than Fear of the Dark Age. I do you know what I would it's, put it just below Peace of Mind, I'd and I'd it, have more fun you, with it than Peace of what? Mind. I'd put it just below fucking No Prayer for the Dying. It's a turn. It's, it's, it's not. Do you know? It's a good album. Two things. One, if I'm trying to get someone into Iron Maiden, I'm not playing them the Final Frontier. I, I might play them some of it. I'm not playing anything because I want them to listen to any other Iron Maiden. <laughs> um, 
if I'm trying to explain Iron Maiden to somebody, I'm not putting the Final Frontier on. It's apart from Senjutsu, which probably I suppose they're growing, they're maturing, whatever. But nothing about it is the sound that I think of when I think of Iron Maiden. Well, you know what? I've got two things for you. One, fuck you. Two, if you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgments, next week's number of the beast. Is nothing. Uh, we are Everything. going. To... We're going to fall out. <laughs> We're going to get mad at each other. We are both going to be making a twelve-song best of Iron Maiden with two random bonus tracks. All of our songs must be five or higher. We're going to try and avoid making just a singles compilation, and it's going to be very heavy on opinion. This is my best of Iron Maiden and Naylor's best of Iron Maiden. Basically, with, unless we both just make Brave New World, we're not going to agree well, I'm gonna, much. One of my things that I'm going to have to be conscious of is I don't want too many songs from one album. 12 songs, I reckon realistically. You can 12 songs, 17 two, albums. Two per album. You could, yeah. I'm going to try have, not to do that for every you, album, no, though. You can only have. To, you can't have five songs from Brave New World no. in your 12. No. Because that's just dumb. That's dumb. That's right. just Brave New World. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Do you just, know what? Just listen I would, to the damn I'd album. still say, like, go listen to Brave New World. I'd it's probably really put good. that on instead of my best of. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I'm going to try and get both of our best ofs as playlists on Spotify on the Pudding Boys account so that we can nice. share it so people like, can actually go and listen to the best ofs. Well, basically, people can listen to mine. Because they, they don't I, want to listen to Common with Slice Amigos. Yes, they do. That Originally, that was going to be um, one of my bonus tracks. Because of 12 songs, two bonus tracks. As if it was like a Japanese release. Yeah. Now they always have two bonus. But I might just make its way onto the actual album. Is it a five? It is a five, I think. Two. You're wrong. It's a two. Stop it. It's the it's it's bad. Stop it. Pudding of the week. It's a bit of a breather. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heck. Yeah, that was animated. Welcome back, oh, fellas! <laughs> it is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is Kaju Catley. What? I... You were very quiet last week, Thomas. Did did something, you know, busy you by any chance? Were I don't know what you're talking elsewhere? about. Elsewhere. No, I think you'll find I was here. I introduced the segment. We had some clefautis. It was lovely. Oh, okay. Maybe I just zoned Well, maybe you zoned me out. I don't know. Nice to see you. <laughs> Kaju Katli is an Indian dessert... The dish is prepared with cashew nuts soaked in water for a considerable period of time, which are then ground to a paste. Sugar is boiled down and added to the solution, and so is ghee, saffron, and sometimes dried fruits. 
The paste is then spread and flattened into a flat-bottomed dish and cut into bite-sized almond-shaped pieces. The pieces are usually decorated with edible silver foil, and the finished sweet is usually white or yellow in colour, depending on the ratio of ingredients used. Catli is traditionally eaten during Diwali. Now, oh, hang on a minute. I didn't think you did very well at religious festivals. Oh, like certain ones, I'm fine. <laughs> Some of them just strike a chord. Festivals or dark rituals, you know. <laughs> now, I'm going to uh, have a little sip of blow squash here and. Here's a listener's draining away. It's all going to come back. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, no. He's still struggling. Delicious. Farewell, boys. (coughs) Wow, Thomas. He's he's back. uh, He doesn't look quite as... He's, he looks rejuvenated, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not not as as much as he was before. Yeah, it's hard to tell with Thomas what's going on with him. Yeah, he drifts in and out. Um, oh wow! Okay, these sound like a big deal. Like these, I think these must be. A pretty he's he's big not deal. paid for these. He's, he's not going he's to invest in that these. He's had them. <laughs> do, do they give these to kids? Because I feel like he wouldn't have any qualms about. Taking them off, kid. No, these, these look like you've not done a very good job of removing them from the foil wrapper. Yeah, well, it's. I'm not huge on the whole edible silver foil thing because you know when you bite tin foil mm. with fillings in, mm. well, and it, it fries your brain a bit. This is a. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm bracing with probably. It's a weird kind. It's of, a very weird one. They're not unpleasant, but no. But they're not. Pudding, it's almost like it's like marzipan. Mm. Well, it's sweet, isn't it? It's not so much a pudding as a, as a sweet, but it's almost like marzipan consistency. But you swapped almonds for cashew nuts, mm. which doesn't really screw it actually, because marzipan can be a bit, you know, ah. yeah, mm. yeah. It's um, it's not good. Let's not. I think you would regret eating that whole dish of tray. Yeah. yeah, like you know, if that was good honest fudge, no try them. Like if that was good honest fudge, and you ate the whole tray, you'd feel sick as a dog, but you'd have had a good time getting there. Yeah, you could probably you could eat more of this than you could fudge. I don't know. Do you not think? It's um. You know the old, like, you know, like the the sweet belly kind of thing. So you get another belly for pudding. Yeah, I don't think these are quite going into that belly. Like they, they're not they're too savoury. They are. Yeah, it's a weird one. I so when I purchased this, or when Thomas found this, I should say, the Paid options the options were only large or largest. Oh, it's a large. <laughs> <laughs> that would so, be a weird pudding. So as you can see. I've had to purchase be quite a lot. Weeks. What I was just about to say, I don't think I am. Oh, I tell you what, don't breathe in while you're chewing it. Because, oh, it gets a real... 
Mm. Uh, Gashui. It's yeah. getting worse. It's um. The more I'm eating, it's getting worse. It's not like jalebi or something sweet, sweet. It's a weird one. I don't quite know when you would eat these. Um, well, the... during the festival of Diwali, apparently, <laughs> which you celebrate every year. Apparently, yeah. If you're not, yeah, if you're not sure whether you want lunch or pudding, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you know, it, these is like an elevenses kind of thing. I almost went for another one then, but sweet and savoury. I don't want another one. I know. I'm like, I didn't yeah. dislike them. I didn't at first, but I'm starting to. If there were, if this was on the side, mm. and you walked past it in the middle of the day, it would catch your eye. You'd, well, you'd if probably, you didn't know what it you'd was, have one. Yeah, yes, but you wouldn't go back for a second one. Do you know what the silver foil really damages it? It does only be so. It reminds me of tin foil, but it also looks kind of like fish scales. Oh yeah, it does. It doesn't help that the packet that I have. The foil has not been applied well. No, the packet that they're in the pictures looks a little bit like they might be. Uh, the pictures online, the foil is usually a lot more uniform, uniform, whereas on mine it looks like someone's done caution stripes. They are very weird things. It's a strange thing. Well, I, they, I, I assume part. they've been around for quite a while. Traditional Indian cashew fudge. I mean, oh, these are a, a pre-packaged yeah, thing, yeah, you know. He's, no, they're not. They're, they're, he's obviously bought these back from like 1800. Oh, and just created a box, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's branded them and everything. But he's, as he's far famous. as as far as it goes, and as far as I can see online in terms of recipes and general presentation and stuff like that, these are quite. You know, it's not like oh, this is just a, a it, bastardized version of it. This is it. This it's is... not like the Reese's take on chocolate, where it's basically <laughs> just wax. It's not. Yeah, brown. it's not like American chocolate, where it's actually. Wax paint has been, yeah, that's chocolate flavoured. <laughs> this is Kaju Catley. This is what it is. And it's fine. I think with these, every time you walk, like I say, if you, if you left them out on the side, you know, if like, if they're in a shared area, you'd kind of have one as you walk past, but you wouldn't really want it. It's just it's there. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, a nice biscuit or nice biscuit. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not going for it. You're not going and buying them. No. Nice, nice, whatever. But, but if they're, they're in, in the, the bottle, yeah. You'll have a couple because you want something a little bit, you know, yeah, a little bit dip, sweet. You'll yeah. dip it in tea. You'll dip it in, yeah. Do you know what? If someone served that alongside maybe some other sweets, you know, some other traditional sweets, I could, I feel like it would get away with it. The Probably problem take the we've edge got, off the, if you had it with something real sweet, like those yeah. pancake things, yes, it'd take the edge off a bit, yeah. And I don't want people thinking that this is like a Tabot Gogsu level thing. Oh, it, God it's no. not. This isn't bad. It just doesn't have place in my heart. It's not. It's, it's not, not very wo- puddingy. Do you know what? It's not worth because this thing. This thing is made of butter, sugar, and ground cashew nuts. This ain't good for you. It's not worth that. No. If you think about like if you if you think about those kind of ingredients, mm. you could do you, better with go, those. Go with, go with a slightly different nut, and you've got bakewell tart. No, you're in that kind of realm. Yeah, you throw in a little bit of a suet and some flour, you could make mm. a baked tart with that. And some jam. Fucking jam. We said this like 30 yeah. episodes ago. I could ago. see dried fruit ele- elevating these. if you banged some jam between two of those and had a little sandwich, 
That would be delicious. If you just put some dried cranberries in them, they might have some more flavour going cranberries. on. Dried cranberries, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> we're making a granola bar. No, put some jam in it. Maybe, like, <laughs> soak it in honey. And then we'll talk. Oh, what's your scale? Oh, okay. So, I pinched this off you earlier, and I don't understand oh, yeah. it fully. But So, we're going to, you know, turn to you to explain it to me. Explain my scale to me. Yeah. We'll put it on the Games Workshop Paint. So, yeah, like so with everything else we do, it's not an actual scale. There are no tiers, but no, objectively... But there are definitely tiers. This isn't technical. This no. isn't getting me real blood. No. Um, do you know what? Actually, that does kind so of what, fit. So what are our different paints? Have you so, found the list? Yeah, we've got the list. So, and I'm going to look over at you to explain to our audience what they are, because I can't paint for shit. I can try. Air. I just assume these are the same as the base and layer colours, but they are for an airbrush. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Base. A base coat. Layer. A, a more complex colour than a base coat, but probably a thinner application. Contrast. They are like an all-in-one speed paint, so dry. they do your shading and your base at the same nice. time. Dry? They're, they're a bit shit. A dry? Yeah. I assume dry is a pigment powder. Yeah, if it, if it, it's in like weathering powders. Yeah, from I don't have any dry. Uh, shade? Is a, a wash. Sprays? Spray? Oh, it's okay. an aerosol can, yeah, yeah. And technical are the big boys. Technical are the big boys. Technical, they're my favourite. You've got, like, if you want to put some bile on or some blood. Some detail you, work. Yeah, they're the ones that look like blood for the blood god looks like blood. If you put that on at the end, it's... Mm. That's, yeah, that's your, yeah, okay, this isn't that. No. Uh, I reckon with this... Do you know, I reckon maybe with this, I'm going to go in with the dry... The, the pigment powder, you don't dry. need it. Yeah, I get it. You don't it's, need them. You don't need... But, you know, if you're... Okay, I'll go back to my, you know, wheelhouse. If you're weathering a wagon or something... For trains. Trains, not yeah. just like a, an old-timey. I don't yeah. do that. Uh, you're weathering like a, a box wagon or something, you know. A, <laughs> yeah. And you've you've applied some sort of wash to it. Mm-hmm. You've streaked it a bit. You've white sprayed it. Grime. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just need something to kind of play off a little bit mm-hmm. you're going to chuck some weathering powder on there and sort of blend some of it and this it'll work around like the that. wheels that kind of thing exactly under frame dirt that yeah. kind of thing and this kind of feels like that you know if you've had some real sweet tasty puddings and you just need some cardboard to kind of <laughs> wipe your tongue with yeah these will do it I will tell you how much these cost after yeah. the PB and you'll be upset it's probably a human soul if it's to do with Thomas <laughs> it's Thomas <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think dry is fine. Or air, because I'm not interested. <coughs> no, air, if, you, if you're good with air. Yeah, air's gonna get but I'm, I don't have permanent painting spots, so I'm not getting into air brushing. Uh, let's just say these are somewhere between maybe dry and contrast. Yeah. Where can you find the Pudding Boys? We are available on the YouTube channel Pudding Boys. I will update it eventually. Please subscribe and leave us a comment. We can also be found on... Apple Podcast, Spy, Spy, Spyfy, Spyfy, Spotify. We're launching our own platform. Yeah, it's Spy super Fi. underground. <laughs> we steal your details. Spotify. We don't. We, we like <laughs> listen to us. We are not harvesting anything. Waterfall, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto download, whatever it's called on your platform, so you don't miss an episode. I almost said platform. platform. <laughs> Also, if it's an option on your platform, please give us a review. That would be lovely of you. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. I have already 
uh, posted some of my Tyranids on Instagram. Who are you going to be host and able because to talk I need dialogue instant, and clear? <laughs> instant validation. <laughs> and Naylor, after this episode launches, will be putting up his little Hogwarts. So yeah, join us on Instagram, because why not? Let's say it's a little Hogwarts, just because you've got the big dick Hogwarts. That's not mine, my wife's. My wife's yeah, the one with the big house. dick. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. Bye, everyone!